1: Hello and welcome to the Rap Podcast, the place for fans of Welsh Regional Rugby to join together, discuss last week's game, chat about the important issues and more importantly, hurl abuse at each other's teams. You can contact the show by email at welshregionalrugbypod at gmail.com. So let's get on with it, shall we? Okay, so welcome to this week's rap Podcast. Uh, we're one down this week, Carwin. Can't make it this week. He, uh, I think, he's got a hair and nails appointment that uh, obviously takes priority. But uh, I think he had been calling <laughs> to work or, or, or something similar like that. So, uh, Carwin sends his apologies. He's uh, he can't be with us this week, but with me as always is Jamie and Rhys. How are we, gents? Yes, thank we you. Do. Very well. All good. good. Not good. too good. bad. So, um. So I, I'm down far west, right? I'm down, in, like, right on the end of uh, of God's great country. And we've just had the most massive um, uh, lightning storm. Like, proper, proper. You know, you see in the movies where, like, the, the, the sky's bright and you can see the fork lightning and all of that kind of stuff coming down. It was literally yeah. like that for about oh, wow. 20 minutes. It was awesome absolutely awesome so oh, amazing I, I, I was on the point of going on, I might knock the podcast on the edge <laughs> I might just, just, <laughs> just, just sit here and watch, watch the lightning because it was awesome but um yeah I, I'm willing to bet there's going to be footage on Facebook and, and Twitter about it but because it was like 20 minutes of just constant bang 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 so keep an eye out for that one so uh, it's not rugby but you know that's, that's what it is. I tell you, I tell you how it links to rugby. So I live over the back of a rugby pitch, a tra- rugby training pitch. And so obviously they had the floodlights on and it put the floodlights out. There was a fork of lightning that I could see came down no more than a mile away, and it must it must have powered out or something because it switched the floodlights off. And then everybody buggered off oh, home because right. it was absolutely hammering <laughs> it down. And you could see them kind of running and, and legging it in the pitch black. And then about twenty minutes later, all the lights switched back on and everybody's gone up. So yeah, fun, of, yeah. fun and games. Fun and games. <laughs> so let's 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 start this evening as always with our drink of the week. Have we have we have you got drinks of the week sorted uh, for this evening, gents? Anything exciting? Oh, Yeah, yeah. Go on, James. Go on. I say, go on, then, Reese, you go first because we can't see Reese tonight because um, he, he must have his makeup on again. So, um, yeah. <laughs> you, you, uh... I'm uh, <laughs> a
2: bit of a technophobe, uh, but yeah. Um, last minute uh, purchases from Lidl. I'm not posh like you, Lee, and I don't go to Tesco's, and it must be a lot of money in uh, Pembrokeshire. Um, so, I've gone for a, a Crazy Haze IPA uh, by Stuart Bruin. Um, a Scottish craft beer and uh, a Sundostal proper job IPA. Yeah. so that should see me through Ooh. the podcast tonight.
1: I didn't know they did like proper craft beer. I just thought they did like German import beer and European import. I didn't realize they did British craft beer. I might have to yeah, have it's a wonder. All
2: sorts, nice. All sorts,
1: nice, Yeah, uh, yeah. I might have to have a wonder one day. Yeah. What about Thank yourself, sir. Jane? What's, what's what's keeping you company tonight?
0: Right, so tonight I've got Magnus, but it's not just yes. any old Magnus, oh, it's Rosé Magnus. Don't think you can see that. Rosé Magnus. Rosé
2: Magnus.
1: How it's Rosé Magnus. that
2: work? Well, Magnus with a bit of clasp. <laughs> <Well, laughs>
0: I'm not going to lie, I don't think I like it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, a, bit
2: too,
0: it's, a, it's a bit too sweet for my liking, um, it's the first time i tried it and yeah, I'm not sure if I like it. I probably don't actually, no. Too sweet for me, so uh, yeah. It's not a good start to the pod, I know. But, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I probably want like to drink
2: another drop. So we're going to talk about the, our match with you not liking your beer either, like
1: isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that kind of sums yeah, up your out. weekend, is <laughs> not it? I'm
2: to talk
0: about Wales and not talking about Cardiff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not here to talk about that.
1: I'm not here for that. <laughs> Well, I I got to the end of the 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 row of Gower rails in um, in Tesco's, and this one's called Gower Power. Which so they had one of those like offers on, we like buy four for and it's cheaper and all of that. So I, went, oh, I love it, I believe the you know, job done, and I bought a load of them. Mm-hmm. And this one's Gower Power and it's five and a half percent. And you know when you you know when you do that first sip. And and your body goes, sh- ah, and because we haven't had one of these for a while, fella. So um, yeah, it's a bit like that. It's um it's it's definitely got a kick to it. Uh, it's described as fruity and hoppy. So uh, there we go. It's 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 got a kick. That's how I'm describing it. So but very nice. Aye. And uh Carwin will have his cup of tea again, no doubt. So Let's crack on with tonight's kind of uh, podcast. So I thought before we we, we we what five weeks are we five weeks in that we played five games? Yeah, we played five games a week. Mm-hmm. Apart from yeah. some of the the South African teams, uh Stormers and Sharks, they've only played four, but they're still ahead of all of us. So I thought we'd have a little rundown of the table and kind of. Have a look and see who's who's kind of where we expected them to be and who isn't. <laughs> Excuse me. So, top of the table, five from five, 23 points, Leinster. I think we all kind of expect Leinster to be there. And then yep. second place Ulster on 21 points. So, the only game they've lost was against Leinster. So... Guess that's kind of you know we said at the start of the year that Ulster were going to have a good year, and then we go Stormers, Sharks, Lions, and Bulls in that order. Yeah, so that's a <laughs> that's a bit of a, a South African kind of dominance. So if you look at the top six, it's Ireland, Ireland, South Africa, South Africa, South Africa, South Africa.
0: Italy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's. Excited. Yeah. <laughs> see, oh see, I knew we'd want to get there as soon as let me get the car if, as quick as I can. <laughs> oh <laughs> just...
2: <laughs> a bit tonight, lads. I might be a bit tiresome. I'm gonna hold my hands up and say <laughs> you can't see because the camera's off, isn't it? But I'm a little bit excited after the weekend.
1: That's uh, what it is, mate. Jamie's, done, just... Jamie's tamping with your cameraman. He's he's gone right. I'm not having this. I'm not going to look at his face for an hour. (laughs) could I? I don't know. It's just as
0: well I can't see him. That's all I'm saying. It's just as well I can't see
2: (laughs) (laughs) him. I did like some of your comments on Twitter, Jamie. Like, isn't it? Like, like, glad I didn't spend the money on that. Like, you know, but uh...
0: (laughs) I was very tempted to go because I had a gig in the night. So my plan was I'll go to the arms park, go straight to Cardiff, and you see the gig.
2: Yeah.
0: And I was thinking, oh, I really should have done it then. I watched the first half. I was like, ah, oh, fuck that. I'm glad I didn't go. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm glad I saved the time and money. But then, of course, I did go to the game. I came back and I thought, do I watch the game? Because I saw the score and I ended up watching it. And, oh. <laughs> you, know, you can you can take it away. We say, "Glad can let you have your moment if you want to talk about it. I, wa- I <laughs> want to get this out of the way. Get it done now. And let's be honest. And kind Cardiff of
2: shows signs of old Cardiff as well, isn't it? Or, or the end of last season, Cardiff. And I thought, oh, my God, we're going to throw this away in the second half. Like, you know, when I was growing up watching Cardiff, it was like we're a second-half team. We always used to come back in the second half. But now we are a second-half team. We, we used to crumble and stuff like that. But an absolute... Um, it, it didn't seem definite. We just seemed to put away our chances uh, a, a lot yeah. better than the Dragons did. So I thought some of the Dragons attack, you know, not just being nice either. Like, is it, we you know, look sharp. I thought your pack were really up for it and stuff like that against, you know, your local rivals. Um, but just some of it, like... Like I was surprised not to see Rhys Carey in the squad, so you know, I guess we'll discuss that later as well. I'm uh, down to yeah, fitness. fire on that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On <laughs> yeah. I just love the try he took. There's the second Cardiff try like, uh, from the line out, yeah. and there was nothing stopping him. Um, and then I thought there was, there was a lot of aggression with the pack when um, Shane Lewis Hughes went off and both of them came on and he popped up on the wing and he could have just like reached out for the corner flag but he turned into the cover defence, smashed him out the way, and then put the ball down. It was like a real sort of uh, grunt about the Cardiff pack. They were really a
1: sort of up for it, yeah. like. You
2: know.
1: I will be. Yeah, fair, yeah, Come like, uh, on, with with Carrie's try, that was like, you know, when you see you see clips every now and again on on social media of uh, a prop breaking through. And just like he's got 20 meters to go, and he's going, and nothing's going to stop. It was a little bit like that, you know. You usually, see it in like Division Five and Division Six, where this big, massive, 32 stone bloody Fijians just kind of come over for the weekend, like you know. And seeing him go through the, it, he, he looked, he looked determined. Do you know what I mean? There, there was a, yeah. there was a, there was a bit of a bite to him, and, and normally. He doesn't look like that. He looks, you know. We we we've spoken before about how there's there's not that um, aggression in Welsh front rows anymore. There's not that kind of determination to to rip other teams limb from limb and, and have them for breakfast. You know, they, they we, we've gone the, too nice and driving scored school, properly. yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, you
0: know, from a, a dragon's point of view in that game I mean like I said last week dragons always shit the bed against Cardiff <laughs> and if you I know this is a new phrase for me he, he hasn't heard this before it's quite common in sporting uh, context dragons I think it's a Dragons thing <laughs> no it's, it's quite common you'd be surprised a lot of people use it but if you look at this fixture though over the past two three years it's not Cardiff beating dragons it's dragons beating themselves you know, and it's getting really, really frustrating. And you look at the first half, it was similar to Benetton. First half was a disaster, total disaster. Yeah. You know, and Roger getting our yellow card. I know some people are saying it's harsh, but you can't play the man on the floor. So I get that. But in the second half, we, well, we pretty much dominated a lot for that second yep. half. You know, we had yep. a lot of possession. We had a lot of territory. We were getting into Cardiff's 22 quite easily and quite a lot, but they just yeah. could not execute. And it's the same out in Benetton. You know, we had a yeah. lot of chances. We gained the 22 and we just shit ourselves. We're, we're just not executing these opportunities. And,
2: you know, yeah, you once got Cardiff got players,
0: out. You? Yeah, yeah. But it's just every time we get to 22, we do something stupid, like we'll knock the ball on, we'll get turned over, forward pass. You know, our execution... When we were in uh, the opponents' twenty-two, was just absolutely appalling. And I think once Cardiff had that penalty, that free pointer, that did sort of take the momentum out of it. Then because Dragons had to score twice, didn't they? Or they had to get a couple of scores. And then of course that Thomas Young try and fair play, I mean, the pace Thomas that <laughs> It was crazy. I mean that was a winger's try, wasn't it? Yes. You know. And uh, I know it's doing the rounds on social media. It was very impressive, fair play, but the tackling on Jared Evans was absolutely wrong well I mean you've got it, Rodri it, Jones missing that tackle then you had Angus O'Brien <laughs> when you're missing tackles like that on Jared Evans you know he is a talented player he's just going to punish you and, and it was and a fantastic it, finish but really frustrating
2: yeah and all he did was step into the tackle isn't it people said oh a bit of wizardry yeah. and stuff like that but all he did was sidestep into a man in front of him and then just shrug him off and then he was away, like, what have you? With, uh, and Thomas Young was always going to be on his shoulder, like that. That's, that, you know,
1: yeah. I'm really impressed. With, he's a
2: great player for this, you know.
1: But when yeah. when you look at the, the chances that Cardiff made, it was like one missed tackle. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a sequence mm-hmm. of building and pressure and this, that. It was one missed tackle yeah. through the line and then, uh, you know, capitalized. And, uh, it kind of, it, it kind of distorts the, the the score line in a way because I don't think Cardiff were that much better than than the Dragons. Or a they were the clinical.
0: I think that's the difference. They when they had good chances, they yeah, were the clinical. But what I will say, what I will say is this: if a team like Leinster, Ulster, Sharks, or any good team had the chances that the dragons had, they would have put Cardiff to bed in that second half.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because mm. no, they, they had
0: so much mm. territory, so much protection, and they had a lot of opportunities. And a good team would have put Cardiff to bed in that second half. But fortunately
2: for Cardiff they were playing the dragons. So that was never going to happen, was <laughs> it? Let's be honest. The same <laughs> last no. week against the Scarlet, isn't it we, we played against very blunted yeah. sort of mistake ridden attacks, isn't it? And stuff like oh, that. Oh he's and going he for is- it tonight. Isn't he <laughs> <easy, though? laughs> yeah. we'll with Dragons
1: and Scarlets
2: tonight? I won, <laughs> Wait till I lose, you won't hear from me. Um, <laughs> turn the sound off as well. Um, but, um, <laughs> but, but like, no, um, what I'm talking about is uh, like, we've, we've, our, our defense has improved. There's more effort. Like I said a couple of parts ago, like isn't it? About sometimes you just feel like, um, you know, if they're not caring, why am I caring? Like, why am I turning up? You know, and standing yeah. in the terraces in the blowing rain. But like, it just seems there's a lot more like uh, verve about us. And. Um, uh, some of the criticism you mentioned, um, not Thomas Young, Thomas Williams at nine has been that he's just going through the motions. And I thought he had one of his best games for ages against the Dragons. He really orchestrated everything. He, f- he fired a lot of what happened. Um, he-, he brought players into the game. like He had an absolute stormer. I think Jared Evans' past couple of games has improved, but he, he hasn't like reached the heights he has you know maybe mid last season Um you know, he's, he's he's pulling off some uh, impressive things and some good passes, but then going going a bit quiet sort of thing. And I think I'm glad to see, um, I thought Willis Hallaholo and Max Llewellyn played like, a, like they were a good yeah. centre partnership and that sticks together with the young man and the older man sort of thing. That could be something special for us. Um, but yeah, yeah, things are sort of developing, I thought. And Shane Lewis-Hughes, I thought there was a couple of Dragons players that just ran straight at him and just stopped suddenly. And it was yeah. lovely to see. <laughs> I mean, I, I will give credit
0: to Cardiff because obviously there was that egggate egg nonsense going on and they have responded well, haven't they? You know, two wins. Yeah. You know? yeah. So credit to them, you know, there was all that stuff going on. It could easily have been a distraction. It could easily have made things worse for them, but they have responded pretty well. But also now it's 15 games in a row. The Dragons have lost to Cardiff, yeah. right? Now, I don't care if you're Dragons, Cornet, Zebra, no team should ever lose 15 games in a road to Cardiff. No, Do you
2: know what
0: I mean? No, it's, it's, no. It's, got, it's got to stop. And I, I just wonder what point now, if we reach the stage where this hoodoo just isn't going to be broken. Is it going to be 20, 25 games, 30? If the Dragons are still around by then, I don't know. But when on earth are we going to break this hoodoo? Because
2: it's just absolutely ridiculous.
0: 15 <laughs> games on the road against Cardiff. Come
2: on. <laughs> Oh I'm going to break a sun time in it, but I'm happy with it. I'm yeah. to- oh, I'm sure you are.
1: Yeah, me, <laughs> continue like this. I will oh, be fair. What, what watching Jamie having a rant last week about, about Thing of beauty? <laughs> it, it was it was a it, so before we came on here, we were talking about some of the other kind of podcasts that we listen to, and and a lot of the big main podcasts tend to be run by. um like corporate things, the radio stations, TV stations, the so, so you get this kind of level of, um, you know, they they uh, they get to interview, you know, big names, and they get to to kind of talk to players and, and and things like this, but then you don't get that stuff, like Jamie last week with the 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 absolute rant about losing fifteen games. When when was the last time? What was it? The Boxing Day game you were talking about. The last
0: time we beat Cardiff in the league was Boxing Day 2014.
1: Yeah.
0: And the last time we actually beat them overall was in 2015. But I was in the Challenge Cup Europe, so we haven't beaten them
2: for like seven years. It's just absolutely stupid, isn't it? So put it a different way: the last time we beat this, I didn't have any grey hair, and this... <laughs> <laughs> the last time we won,
0: I had a full head of hair.
2: <laughs> yeah. it if you're
1: going to go
0: down that route, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Just different angles.
1: But I think that's that's the point of it, though, isn't it? Is and and this is why. I love doing stuff like this is that, you know, and we we forget this every now and again, is that this game is about the fans and it's it's about putting 15 boys on the park and I'm going at it hammer and tongs. But it's these kind of games that kind of live in the memory. You're you're talking about a game there, Jamie, from nearly 10 years ago, you know, And, and, and that's how important... That win was to us, and when when we look at yeah, I, I know we're not going to talk about Gallagher Premiership and whatever you yeah, but two two clubs, two sides have gone, just completely disappeared, just vanished yeah. off the face of the earth now, and there's a whole load of supporters with nobody to go and see, and oh. you know, for us, it, it, I you know even when you know we were bottom of the table last week, but. We st- we we still have more supporters there than the Ospreys did. Yeah, I know it was hammering down on Friday night, but you know, people still turn up, and I just yeah. wish more people would. I wish more people, I, I, you know, that game, uh, your boys' game on Saturday, there should have been, you know, queues outside. There should have been people sitting on top of the stand because this is how important this game is. Do, do you know what I mean? And yeah. I think it's by Fans talking to fans. Not the, you know, the corporate stuff is lovely and the corporate stuff is nice, but you don't get that level of emotion. You don't get Jamie absolutely screaming down the, down the microphone.
0: No, to be, you, to be fair, you are right, Lee. And as much as I moan and groan about the Dragons and, you know, as much as they do really fucking piss me off, the <laughs> thought of... The thought of not having the Dragons there, the thought of having no team, you know, because it's, it's become my my weekend thing now. I go with my dad. We go to Ronnie Parade. We have a few beers. Yes. We meet up with people. That's what I look forward to every weekend. And if I've left, you know, if I've gone, I honestly don't know what I do. And that's why I feel so, so sorry for Wasps and Wester. You know, the, the players, the supporters, the backroom staff. It's just truly terrible. But hopefully, I think this will be... A watershed moment from the Premiership because this has been on the cards for a while and there have been a number of clubs living well beyond their means. I mean, I, I do feel bad for Worcester more because, I mean, with Worcester, it was more to do with financial mismanagement, wasn't it? The whole stuff with the bonds and the Coventry move and all that. But Worcester was screwed over by two Cowboys and that's what really hurts, I think, for them. And I, I just feel so sorry for them, you know, to have their club, the club they love, like, screwed over by these two Cowboys you know how on earth were they ever allowed to take so over something that runs then?
2: alongside that and i know look, this is this is not rugby but the, the story is similar isn't it me and my wife have been watching uh the welcome to rexham um oh yeah yeah, yeah. The, the series mm-hmm. about the takeover of the two uh, um uh, hollywood stars uh, and that's interesting. And it, it said about the history and the people that took over that club and wanted to sort of acid strip it and stuff like that. And it was the fans that sort of rose up against that and um, protested outside like the, the chairman's house and, uh, and, you know, really, really took it to them and took it to the streets and raised money themselves and stuff like that, you know, and that sort of passion, because in that community, that football club was like immensely important, isn't it? And, uh, and. Our, our clubs, like, you know, or our regions, you know, that they, they used to be, or our size that we have in our localities used to be, like, vastly important, isn't it? Like, I started going with my grandmother who bought my season tickets, and then sort of, um, and I was up in the you know, seated, and then went down, like, I was being taken the mick out of but all my friends were down in the South Terrace, so then I joined them in the South Terrace, and that's where I've been ever since. So even if my mate doesn't go... I go along and I know I'll know his, his brother will be there, his father will be there, um, some school friends will be there, you know, and stuff like that. So and even just faces that you just see and just to say hello to that are always there, isn't it? You know, and that sort of thing. And for that to be taken away, isn't it? It's huge, it's psychological
1: blow. Yeah. Well,
2: well, it's it's going
1: to basically basically to... And, and I, I watched the, the Scarlets game on on Saturday night, right? Well, you boys have seen the photo. Uh, so, I, I went to a, a fancy dress party um, yeah. on Saturday night. Hitler, Hitler, it was that. not Hitler. It was, <laughs> I had the bowler hat on and the braces, and me and yeah. the wife were uh, uh, Laurel and Hardy, right? So, yeah. yeah <laughs> I was bloody Laurel and Hardy, man, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Karen's I was, not here, so
2: I'm just trying to add
1: that sort of flavour, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, had these, I had, like, three people go, were you Charlie Chaplin? I, I, I'm six foot three. The fuck am I Charlie Chaplin, for crying out loud? He was, like, five foot one. So, anyway, so I'm in the bar. So there's, like, the little the little party going on over there and all, all of that. And I sneaked around the corner... And the game is on, and I've I just missed, like, the first two minutes. Oh, right, lovely, here we go, got a pint of Guinness. And then it, it dawned on me, I'm stood in the middle of the bar, where nobody knows who I am, with a bowler hat on, a fake moustache, <laughs> dressed as, as Oliver <laughs> Hardy or whatever. And then there's just these, like, four or five guys around in scarlet shirts going, all right, but I was saying, do you know what I mean? And, and uh, just, like... Then having an hour's worth of conversation with these guys about the rugby people have never met before, it's only five miles away, like you know, but people have never met before. And you just build this bond straight away with people you've got n- no real connection with, but then your team's on the telly and you've got a connection. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. you guys would do the same. If you're walking down the street and you see somebody in a in a dragon's top or a Cardiff top, you've still got that kind of like that that nod, like you know that, that all right, mate, sort of thing. It's just one of those yeah, sure. things, isn't it? That and and that's what I love yeah. about this game. You know, I absolutely love about this game it, is it just it it's about the people. It's about bringing people together. And building connections between people, and we'll, you know, me and Carwin will sit there and and slag each other off for an hour and and tell each other how shit we are. But we've we've been mates for what thirty odd years. Do you know what I mean? And we've always been the same. So it's it's one of those bits that you just know that this is is part of your life and it's something that I think if we're not careful. There is that danger that that whatever that infection is that is spreading through English rugby, you know that can come down the M4 and that can that can start infecting us in Wales. And I think the the way to prevent it from coming down is to get more people into stadiums week on week. You know, let's 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 fill the stadiums as often as we can because that's what's gonna. Say save, save Welsh rugby, but that's what's going to take Welsh rugby back to where it needs to be. In my humble opinion, anyway. Yeah, but
2: absolutely. it's that's about
1: good experiences,
2: isn't it? That's about good experiences when you go. Uh, like to me, like a, I was saying a couple of parts ago, was not I, about the experience I was going to watch the women's football with my kids, sort of thing. That they they two pound tickets, you know, loads of music going on, you know, and, I, and I, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm not going over to football. I I'm, you know, I'm still a rugby boy. Um, <laughs> But there's, there was that, that that same sort of feeling. You could see my my kids like face uh, light up, which they don't do when I take them down Cardiff because everybody's so angry with how the team's doing, doing. and they do get that sort of same uh, same sort of experience, I guess, isn't it? You know, because mm. um, we we all remember, like you know, like uh, you know, if you talk about the. Uh, you know, the, the scarlet or Newport or anything like that. There were there were times when they were, they were on top, you know, and people still remember that. So, uh, do you mean, like, you know, Car- Cardiff in the 90s. I remember I started supporting, like, a, a season after where the fan we all are, I know, um, after we were really, really poor and it was looking like we might even get relegated from the division we were in. And then Alec Evans took over. Do you remember the Australian coach? Yeah. Uh, yeah and yeah. He just, uh, he brought in Faulkner to coach the the Forwards, um, and then we just turned the corner. Um, and then it was just going to watch Cardiff, was going to watch flow in rugby with some well, the team I could name from start to finish now. And I can't do that with a side that played on the weekend.
1: Like do mean,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, well, we'll come back to the experience in a minute, right? Because there, that ties into the Ospreys game, yeah. But so let me just go down so. Benetton in seventh, then Cardiff. We uh we said that. Um, Edinburgh again. <laughs> So Cardiff are in the top half of the table, mate. Mate, this is what I said <laughs> to Cardiff uh, to Carwin last week. Yeah, you watch the London Marathon. Watch the start of the London Marathon, and that guy had a bet with his mates that he would lead the London Marathon. So gun goes bang and this guy just takes off and does a hundred meters flat out. So he's in front of the London marathon going, Yeah, look, I mean I'm I'm winning. That's Cardiff. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, guy, a guy running out in front going, Look at me, I'm amazing. That's Cardiff, yeah. knowing that you're gonna get eaten back up. So um,
2: it's um, not gonna last.
1: We know. And let it's me tell you fast.
2: this boys let, let me tell you this we've all not long met each other and stuff like that but every time we win it'll be like we won the league honest to god I'm going to be unbearable so I just want to warn you, you, wait, Til <laughs> speak Cardiff, you, you wait till Dragons beat Cardiff sorry
0: you wait till Dragons speak Cardiff I'm going to be yeah. unbearable <laughs> on this pod <Bob. laughs> if you'll win <were> my house <laughs> Oh,
2: I will. It'll I'll be, be a party. I'll be and taking
0: <laughs> Week off work, celebrating, I'll go the full Monty. It's not going to happen, though, is Let's be honest.
1: Oh, he's back. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> well, 14 years ago. <laughs> right. Uh, so, Cardiff in eighth, Edinburgh, then Munster, then the Ospreys. So, the Ospreys are in 11th on 11 points. Well, joint 10th they are, actually, with Munster. In Glasgow, the mighty Scarlets are now off the bottom of the table and in 13th hey. or nine points. Was that a, was that a cheer, Aries? Eh, was, was that as yeah. close as you get to a cheer? <laughs> um, and then we're one place above dragons in 14th, and then Connor and Zebra uh, on that. So, you know, it's it's quite close to I know we're only five games in. But it is quite close. Apart from Connaught and Zebra, maybe Dragons. But I, I, I'd still say Dragons show more signs of of doing more than Connaught and Zebra. But we'll find out on Friday when Scarlet's play. Connacht. But they go
0: win games slowly, haven't they? That's the thing. It's all very well showing improvement, but they go win games. If they don't win games, they'll just keep sliding further down the table. I got to say, yeah. mind, I am surprised at Connell. Mm. Really surprised. You know, fifteenth. I thought they'd be uh, doing a bit better. Now that's going to be really intriguing, to we'll talk about later. But um, Scarlett's going the way to Cornet. That's going to be a good one, that is.
1: Yeah,
2: but that's, that's how... It's going to be a tough one for Scarlett, that will.
0: So,
1: it will. Goal it'll is be a tough one. To yeah, a tough one as well. <laughs> but that's how competitive this league is now. When you you look at that, you know, I oh, was, yeah. yesterday I was... Now, and I've been saying this for a while, that... And purely to wind up some of the um, English supporters and some of those idiots that go, let's all go and join the Gallagher Premiership and stuff like that. Like, well, no, but, you know, if a couple of the Gallagher Premiership boys want to come and join the URC, I'm sure, you know, that would be doable. There are teams in the Gallagher Premiership now that are genuinely considering, do we go and join the URC? That's how competitive this is now. We're actually... There the, the are sides that are going well. If you know, if the Gallagher Premiership, as is rumoured, loses another two or three sides by the end of this year, it's rumoured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if that happens, and I'm fairly sure the the RFU won't let it, but if that happens, you know, and like basically all of the the contracts just get torn up and they've got to start again, some of them are considering. You know, let's go and play. When you're playing Leinster, Ulster, all the South African boys, you know that that's an appeal, that's a draw for them now. When sides would turn, uh, fans would turn out to watch it, like we should be. But so, yeah. Anyway, so you know,
0: why we'll say so about the URC. Sorry, just a quick point. Yeah. We we know that everyone slags off the URC, right? And we know it's got issues. But it's not as shit as what people portray it to be. No. I see no. fans on Twitter warning our Welsh teams going in the English Championship, not the Gallagher Premiership. <laughs> Have you seen those comments about going to the Championship? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. No, no, I don't get that. That's bollocks. I do not understand. I can understand why you'd want to go to the Gallagher Premiership, but why on earth would you want to go to the Championship and play London Scottish bloody Hartbury University? You know, why would you want to play those teams? I don't care. It And the URC is a very competitive league. And right now, if you compare it to the Gallagher premiership, <laughs> you know, that's it's in like chaos. It. That's yes. in absolute chaos. And the URC is looking pretty good at the moment, I'd say. To all the yeah. critics out there, I know it's not perfect. The officiating's terrible. We talked about the marketing, but right now it's looking like a more competent league than the Gallagher premiership. It's not
2: in absolute chaos like it is no, on the I, bridge it, it that's absolutely. just a dumb reputation though isn't it that's just done, like it used to be bad so people still call it bad they're, they're not watching like the quality of rugby that's being played like you know the, the Ospreys game on Friday night in pouring down rain and really good rugby was played in that game to enjoyed like, that Really I good attacking on both game. sides I really enjoyed yeah. it as well yeah Um do you then, mean the game against our sides showed some good rugby sort of thing That you know the Scarlet showed a bit of uh, do you mean there's, mm. there's some lots of good stuff going on
1: But that Ospreys game was where, this is what I was going to tie it back into, like that entertainment and that spectacle. And I think we had less than 5,000 people turn up to that game. And I'm not surprised because Friday night, absolutely pissing down. It was a hurling a gale. You know, let's be honest here. We live in Wales. We need to expect a little bit of rain every now and again. You know, we live in one of the windiest, wettest places in the world. And then we've got the technology there to build stadiums with retractable roofs, but we don't do it. And this is my kind of thing now where I'm going, right, okay. I I think the reason people don't turn up, and it's just my kind of thing, is is the connection with the side. That the the club the region or whatever has got to start going back out again and connecting with people and going you know we're we're here to support you you support yeah. us we support you all of that kind of thing but then there is that match day spectacle that you know we, which you do get with European games and, and things like that because it's a it's a bigger game but we need to make every game like that and if you look at um, you know, you look at NFL and things like that. Not even NFL, you look at the college um football in America, they're getting crowds of, you know, fifteen, twenty odd thousand every week and they're screaming for blood, you know. And that's a college game. And we, we need that's to tradition do some- as well, though, isn't it? That's yeah.
2: But that that is traditional over there, isn't it? Their their, their, their football, uh, um, the sports they have in America, they're, they're fantastically well supported, aren't they? Like, isn't it?
1: But then that's where I'm saying, yeah. you know, we need to do something to start mm-hmm. generating that over here, because you know, Scarlet has yep. got a stadium of fifty. It's got a capacity of fifteen thousand, yeah, just under fifteen thousand, and. Within the Scarlets region, there are about 300,000 people. And we can't yeah. get 15,000 of those 300,000, we can't get 15,000 into that park every Friday and Saturday. That's success,
0: though, isn't it? It's got to be, you know, success pulls crowds. It's not rocket science. When Scarlets won the Pro 12, their crowds increased, didn't they, considerably? It's like when Cardiff won... Um, the Amlin in 2010. And, you know, they were at the, the CCS at the time and they, they had big crowds, weren't they? They were getting like 13, 15,000 at the time, if I remember correctly. So people will turn up, you know, with their success on the pitch. But if the the product isn't good and the, you know, the team is Level not up. winning on the field, yeah. then they're not going to turn up. I've mm. seen it down the Dragons. No, we're lucky to get 4,000 down there. A lot of people have walked away. You know, it's got so much potential, Gwent. It's a massive rugby region, Gwent. It's huge. Yeah, absolutely. If we if we run if we more games, Ronnie Parade could be absolutely rocking. We can get seven, eight thousand in there. But the reality is, people are not going to waste their hard... You know, people aren't going to spend their hard earned cash, especially now with a cost-of-living crisis. If the team is losing week in, week out, the product has to be better, but the teams also have to be better. And, you know, it, that's just a fact, I'm afraid.
2: Success does pull crowds. Hmm. And the, oh, uh, no. the, the, the things that bring people in as well, like like ticket prices and stuff like that, like, you know, uh, yeah. uh, two to five pound tickets for kids or something like that. CAD is doing a thing now with, uh, I got a season ticket, so they're they saying bring a friend to everybody with a season ticket. Yeah. 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 So that's one more person to, uh, in, in the stadium, isn't it? So yeah. so things like that, you know, it's a good start, isn't it? But it more needs to be done around that to advertise it and get out into the communities and the rugby clubs um, yeah. to, to say, you know, to show the kids, this is this is what you're aiming for. This is what you could be, isn't it? These are your heroes, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dragons are doing that, Bring a friend for free as
0: well for the Seabrook. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And um, I, I know that dragons and scarlets they reduced their ticket prices, didn't they? Yeah. Um, I don't know about and I don't know about Cardiff and Ospreys where they did it, but I know scarlets and dragons put out a statement saying due to the cost of living crisis, we've reduced, which is a good move. But I still think the product needs to be better in terms of the teams winning. You know, yeah, yeah. They've just got to be more competitive. That that is what will get
1: people through the gates. Ultimately, There's so, success on the field, winning teams. So, what about sides drawing then? What about sides that draw with the uh, champions from last season? So, <laughs> what, what do we genuinely think of the Ospreys game on on Friday?
2: I enjoyed it, Ospreys. Yeah, I thought they fronted up. I thought they played well. Um, I. They, it looked like it was going to be a Stormers victory, didn't it? Uh, but uh, At one point. But they just pulled themselves, they yanked themselves back into it. it didn't always I, go their way. They were under pressure all the time because of the efforts of the Ospreys pack.
1: I, I put out a, a, a tweet at the time that that referee loves a scrum. Because yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it felt like every 30 seconds he was oh, we haven't had a scrum. Have we had a scrum? Let's have a scrum. Let's let's let uh, let let's, let's have a cuddle, boys. Let's that's what that's what my daughter calls it. Look, those men are having a cuddle. So, I I thought the conditions were, uh, you know, really really bad, um,
0: horrendous weather, wasn't it? Horrible,
1: yeah. really then,
0: really
1: horrible. What I've been noticing with the scarlets this year is every opportunity to train in the rain, they they're out. Before last couple of seasons, like we've got the barn and all of that, same as everybody else. Um, it's raining or it's a little bit iffy inside. Now they're outside, they're practicing the high ball, they're practicing that that fast handling in the rain, in the wet, in those crappy conditions, when it's blowing a gale. How how are you kicking into the wind when it's blowing a gale? Do you know what I mean? And yeah. and I think that's kinda if everybody's doing that. We we're going to play in those conditions. Ourselves and Connell are going to play in those conditions more than probably anybody else <laughs> in the league because we just that's that's the way it is. So right, right. yeah, I, I mean, I thought the game was okay. I thought it was so. Stop, I thought the referee again was. I know it was his first game, but or there was he
2: lost control <laughs> a couple of times, didn't he? Like he's uh, he apologized a few times with what yeah. was
1: going on. And, yeah, he, he started off and he had the Italian accent. Then you just thought, oh, you know, this this guy's got it. You can't you can't go on a pitch without the accent. Hey, you 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 sit down, you do what you're really you are told. He's very good. Yeah, a bit Russian as well apparently. But you know, you can't go on a pitch with that kind of accent and and looking that handsome and be a crap ref. But I was wrong. You can you can go and be a crap ref, and he he showed me. But let's hope. You know, it was his first game. Um, let's hope he wins. But I go back to my point again, and I think I've said it in every pod so far. I don't blame the referees. I blame the TMOs because the, the the referee sees yeah. what he sees, and he can. And if he if he if the angle that he's at, he can't see if it's a forward pass, even if it's four foot forward. But from his angle, if he can't see it, then he can't give it. But that's the job of the TMO. And that's where the, the URC really, really lets itself down, is the standard of TMOs is shocking. It's, uh, you know, when your best TMO is White House, you've got some real serious problems within that TMO group of people. So
0: I do think, though, a draw was a fair result in the end. And going back to the the point you made about the scrums, I thought Ospreys were really unlucky because there was a couple of times they had the Stormers on toast in the scrum and then the referee kept resetting it. And I will give a shout out. I thought Nicky Smith was excellent and I'm glad he's been called it because it's always puzzled me how he's been ignored for so long for Wales when he's one of our best scrummaging props in Wales. I thought he had a really good game. Stephen Myler pulled the string superbly. I can understand why he was given man of the match. But i got to say, I thought Jack Morgan was absolutely outstanding. Another brilliant shift from Jack Morgan. I mean, he was terrific. If it was up to me, I would have given it to Jack Morgan. But I can understand why Stephen Myler was given it. You know, he kept his cool... Um, you know, taking those penalties in very difficult conditions. He pulled the strings well, but uh, Nicky Smith and Jack Morgan were
2: outstanding in that game. We were talking about Nicky yeah. Smith on um, the South Terrace watching the Dragons game sort of about uh, how well he played. Uh, and yeah, yeah, it's great to see him in the squad, isn't it? Because he's a good scrummager, he's good around the park and he's just got better and better as he got older and older, isn't it? As props yeah. to do, you know, and... Um, and we, we were talking. We were talking. Uh, we had a conversation about how some young props come into the Welsh squad, and maybe they they get like um, they don't do so well in the scrums at the time, and so they go out to the the Welsh squad, you know. And but but in a way, this sort of damages their their confidence and you know their their development. You know, sort of stalls it a little bit. So if you if you as like Rhys kari uh, will get better and better. He will start he's st- already starting scrummaging a lot better. And he's still great around the park. He's you know, he's he's hard man to stop and he'll hit every ruck and mall and lift in the line out. And that's what I went from a prop, isn't it? And Nicky Smith the same. He's just like you're on know, you got better and better. Yeah. I've always liked him. I gotta be fair. I've always liked him and saying please he's in the Wales squad. But
0: uh, do you wanna talk about Scarlets then, please? Well, yeah. I, I didn't see this, but I only saw the highlights <laughs> I don't know if you wanna
2: well, we one. will do,
1: but I think this goes back to what Carwin was saying last week. We're having so I think every time, like, there's that selection period, if was that, that perceived selection period, lots of players start turning in decent games. And you know, what it goes back to what Carwin said last week about sometimes actually they just need that something that goes you. You know, there's, there, there's there's an opportunity there. Show us what you got, and there's an opportunity there. So maybe the 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 contracts and the you know you're you're in the squad for the next two seasons or whatever. You know, maybe that needs looking at because mm. when the opportunity to put your hand up is there, some of these boys are taking it. So yeah. So anyway, Scarlett's had a really good win. So moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was Ebra, yeah. I know it was Zebra. Go, busted But it was, uh, it was just nice to see. You know, we put five tries on there. We had two tries disallowed. We had another two tries that probably should have gone in if the ball had have bounced in the right direction. Um, and we are down to bare bones. You know, our our um, injury list is longer than our fit list. Uh, it's absolutely horrendous. It's like every time, like half penny comes back and then three boys go back onto the the injured list. You know, it's so it's been really, really frustrating. And I, I would have taken a three nil win with a, a, a kick in the last yeah. minute. You know, we just needed yeah. to put a win on the board. So the way they went out and did it, particularly, you know, Costolo, um McLeod was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so you are we're we're saying about Jack Morgan, and then you've got McLeod, and you've got Young, you know, and and over the last couple of seasons we've been talking about you know Navidi, um Oh, what's the other guy that keeps getting injured at Cardiff? Um, Both of them. No. Jenkins oh, Ellis Jenkins yeah, Ellis Jenkins. You know, he was captain yeah. two seasons ago. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So he's quality you know, on on some. Well, quality. But. That's, that's how many quality sevens we've got. You know, then you've got Rafael. So...
0: It's insane, isn't it? The depth we have at open side is absolutely insane. You yeah. know, Basham, and then you talk about players like you know, Oli Griffiths. If he could actually string a few games together, you know, he'd yeah. be in the way of scoring as well as so he's outstanding. But yeah, it's, it's crazy. So it much competition.
1: So much. In that one position though, isn't it? It's yeah. just, it's right. just like yeah. convert some of them into centres or wingers or something. But... Yeah. But yeah, so I, I just I was just happy with the way everything kind of came together. We we started to look like we wanted to play again. They, they, we'd lost that fear about spreading the ball. You know, the, the 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 Benetton game, we no sorry the Cardiff game, we're attacking the line. We're two meters from the line, and we go one pass contact, one pass contact, one pass contact, one pass contact, and you're like, no, we we got men out. And yeah, Saturday night they did they moved the ball. So I was really happy and relieved. Yeah. <laughs> relieved it a much but... needed win. But
0: yeah, they, yeah. they just needed a win. Like you said, it could have been an ugly three 0 win, whatever. You know, Pierre was under lot of pressure. They just needed a win and they got it and fair play to yeah. you know.
1: So yeah, I think it'll be uh like you say, interesting game this week, so so mm. let's move on rapidly to predictions and then we can come and uh, have a have a crack at the Welsh squad, because because uh, Jay- Jamie's halfway through that bottle of that, that tin of rosy, bottle of rosy I can't drink anyone,
0: I've did put it to one side now I can't drink it, it's too sweet I don't there, even though. know why it's I'm drinking it I'm <laughs> trying to I'm get, trying it to get through it I can't I, oh, it's <laughs> horrible, I don't like
1: it it's one of those things, uh, I bought it now And I, I, I've got to find a way of justifying buying this stuff. So I've I've got to drink. Oh no, I
0: didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. That's the wife's. That is the wife (laughs) bought that. It's
1: not even mine. (laughs) That's all right then. You you nicked it off the wife. Fair enough. Yeah. (laughs) 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 So uh, predictions for this weekend then. So uh, Friday night, Scarlets are away in Connacht. Uh, It's on BBC Two. So, what's your what's your thoughts for that one? It's
2: going to be windy. It's going to be wet, I'd imagine, at this time of year. <laughs> it's Connor who brought, took Leinster into a bit of a dogfight. Uh, he took him into the trenches, didn't he? Um, yeah. So, I, I think it's going to be a scarlet swing, but I don't think it's going to, you, you've got to fight it out now. It's not, not going to be pretty.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I think it's a very tough game to call this one. But yes. the fact that it is in Galway... I am going to have to lean towards Connacht because I think they are desperate for a win and they are at home and I think they'll be really going for this one. So it's a very tough place to go and it wouldn't surprise me if Scarlet did win, but I am going to have to lean towards Connacht. I'm afraid so I'm going to go for Connacht.
1: Carwin uh, has said that he's, he's gone Scarlet. No justification. No, this is why. You're, uh, uh, no praise <laughs> for the quality of game or anything. Scarlet. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I. I'm in the same. Yeah. You know, I think we, our confidence now, and you know, scarlets are a confidence team, and if that confidence is there, and we start spreading that ball, particularly this week now with. We've, we've Costello and Blacker. I when we did our squads, I put Blacker's name down and then I deleted it. I thought, ah, oh, no, that's it's probably not now. And and I put mm. Davis back in. and because every time he comes on, he is zippy. He is he just adds that next level of energy, that next level of pace, that next level of, you know, he's he's always around the sniping around the side of a ruck and this, that, and the other. And his passing is absolutely on point, so yeah, I think with him playing on Saturday, on Friday um with Costello, you know that the confidence levels are gonna be you know bang up there, so I'm going for a scarlets win, I think it'll be close, and I, I think a lot of it will depend on the weather but but actually, I'm gonna go back to the Osprey's game for a second. I would just like to say, and I've checked this, yeah. I said when we did predictions last week, and I checked the weather forecast, and I said, Oh, I think it's going to be a wet game. If it's going to be a wet game, that'll play into the Ospreys' favor. I think it'll be a very, very close game if it was wet. It pissed down, and they drew. I mean, fucking, <laughs> fucking Nostradamus, I am, boys. Do you know what I mean? So, there's nothing like, um, like a pat on your own back, is it? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else is going to. <laughs> So, yeah, I think a lot of it depends on the weather, but uh, I'm obviously going to go for a a Connacht win on that one. So, Saturday, Cardiff and Stormers. So, Carwin has gone Stormers. Reese, go and dig yourself out of this hole, mate. How are you going to try and persuade us that Cardiff have got a chance against the Stormers on on Saturday?
2: This is very much a heart and head... Um, I think it is home. Um, we have got our tails up, and I think we will have a go at them. Um, you know, we will... You know, And after seeing what the, the Ospreys did to them uh, and what can be done to them, I think we've got a chance. We're in there with a chance. My head does say the Stormers are going to take it by just a couple of points, though. I think it might be a quite a good game. Um, I think if we keep the the, the sort of centre partnership and our back line together and the pack does come and do a shift again, I... Um, yeah, I, I'm going to say Stormers by a couple of points, but uh, I hope to be proved wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs>
1: Give, Given your record on predictions... Oh,
2: it's awful, I know. not <laughs> 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 like not watch rugby in
1: it. What do you reckon, Jay?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go for
0: Stormers. I think they'll have too much for Cardiff. Um, I wouldn't be entirely surprised if Cardiff did win, because you know, it is at home and Cardiff are pretty good. Cardiff Arms Park, but um yeah, I just think Stormers have too much run, so I'm going to go you for got Stormers
2: bit too much win. By a power, yeah. 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 I scrum, like kids off, and that players like that, doing like the real beasts at the front row. That yeah. you know, the, the pack
0: is uh, is going to be key. Cardiff's pack we really going to have to front up, I think, against the Stormers team if they're going to get anything from it. But uh, yeah,
1: so it could be a tough one. Now. I'm going to make a prediction now, right? That we're going to start next week, and Reese's first words next week are going to go, "Oh my God, what happened? We got stuffed on Saturday." <laughs> <laughs> I I reckon the storm was absolute because Cardiff are up and down and up and down, and that that consistency just yeah. never seems to. You, no, you, you it's Season like this game. constant false dawn of, yeah, OK, yeah, we've got it sorted. Oh, we no, we haven't. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, yeah, you've had two decent games. Well, you've had one half-decent game and one really good game. So, yeah, you're due to fall off the end of a cliff again. So I'm going for a Stormers win by 25, 30 points comfortable. On that one, I'm, <laughs> like, I, I'm not even embarrassed. But I'm, even gonna... Everest,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm not even going to say, with all due respect, or any of that bullshit, mate. No, no, I know not. Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> but If we're being honest, though, if we're being honest, Cardiff, yeah, they've, they've won the last two games, but it has been against average opposition as well, haven't it? If we're going to be honest, yeah. no, I, I'm not saying that to be funny. It is. Yeah. The scarlets <laughs> were poor. <laughs> Dragons were poor. Uh, you know, this is a massive step up now facing the Stormers, And believe me, if they get the chances yeah. the dragons have, they will put you away. They will put kind yeah. oh, so. yeah. no, no, of away. Absolutely. No, no. I agree with that. Like,
2: uh, but um, yeah. it's just about the shift as well, isn't it? Like, do and mean? And, and, and uh, I guess like bringing them down to our level. Uh, <laughs> something that the, the, the Ospreys oh, me, managed yeah. to do, sort of thing. They managed to put, you know, it wasn't just the rain. But you know, bringing them down to a slug,
1: thats what Connacht's doing. <laughs> yeah. In the olden days, you used to have yeah, your groundsman would go and like wet the pitch before the game. <laughs> We'd walk around with a with a, uh, um, a hose and just soak the pitch before the game to to bring them down to your level. You boys got a plastic pitch now. You can't even do that. You you've got to find a different way of bringing right. them down yeah. to your level. <laughs> yeah. Right. So oh, the game absolutely. of the weekend, then the big game of the weekend. It's a three o'clock kickoff on Sunday, which I don't understand. But, James, fill us in. Um, Dragons and Ospreys. Why Why is it three o'clock on a Sunday? Because that's what TV wants. TV calls the
0: shots, don't they? You know, that's what the broadcasters want. And that's yeah. what it is. I don't know if County are playing at home on Saturday. I haven't checked that. That could be why. Newport mm. County could be a don't, I haven't checked. But, um, yeah, TV calls the shots, so. Yeah. That's the slot we got. I mean, it's not really ideal, but um, I did see a tweet from the Dragons today. Um, Tickets are selling well for this game. The busy stands, where I'm sad, is completely sold out. So it could be a decent crowd there. For a Sunday, you know, it could be... I- I'm hoping for at least 6K. I think 6K would be pretty good. Anything from five and a half to six. It doesn't sound a lot, but, you know, we've got to be realistic. We don't get a big crowd at the Dragons, and Sunday could be problematic from people having to travel from Swansea or wherever. But... Um, so capacity?
1: Yeah, and how, how big is the ground? What's the capacity? It a, so uh, it's
0: just over eight thousand, but you, you know, with additional seating, because Newport County, when they were playing in the FA Cup, they brought in additional seating. I think they got it right up to sort of like um, eleven or twelve thousand. Like that, but the, right. the capacity is just yeah. over eight thousand.
1: Right. Okay. So it would be good to have, yeah. you know, a capacity crowd. There would be, you know, pretty good, wouldn't it? Yeah, we're not
0: going to get seven to eight k though. I think that's unrealistic. But um, I think six k for me. I think six k at least. I think anything less than six k be pretty disappointing.
1: And what are you hoping for from the game, mate? Because I'm guessing, uh, win. Jones. (laughs) (laughs) They always want to win. Do you know how this works? Obviously, (laughs) we play to win. Well, I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of pressure on uh, on Jones to. Turn up and play, and and put a bit of yeah. evidence in for why he's in the squad. Um, because yeah, that I seems mean, to we'll be We'll the... talk about that
0: later, don't we? but um, yeah. it will be interesting to see the squad selection because obviously Rob Evans, Max Clark, and Sam Davis were dropped for the Cardiff game. So, did they come back into it? Um, that'll be interesting. So, I mean, you know, Ospreys, they should win. They are the favourites. Logic says they will win. <laughs> The only thing I would say though is Dragon's best performance this season has been at home, the Sharks. So yeah, yeah. it's not completely inconceivable that we'll beat Ospreys, but I'd say it's not highly so. unlikely. Not um, so. And in a derby, anything can happen. Well, unless just Dragon's card, if they, we know what happens. But uh, in these games, <laughs> Still anything <angry>. can happen.
2: <laughs> Still angry. I'm
0: not going to let it go. I'm, not, I'm never going to let it go until we actually win. I'm never
2: going to let it go. Uh, so,
0: I no, I'm going to have to. I'd have to Reluctantly go for an Ospreys win. I think they'll have too much, and um, they've got a really strong pack of they? You know, if they're going to go full strength, they're going to mm. go all out. Yeah, I think we could have trouble um, up front. But we just got to be clinical. Don't make stupid errors. Take our chances, and we may have a chance. So, uh, it's yeah. a
2: massive loss, isn't he? We wouldn't have played. Probably would yeah. probably been in the squad, wouldn't he? But it's, uh...
0: Well, apparently he's dislocated his elbow. There's been no confirmation from the Dragons yet, so he's going to be out for a while. Um, I imagine he'll go with Keddy, Wayne Wright, and Moriarty in the back row. That would be my guess. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what team is named. But yeah, um I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I know it's a Sunday, and I'm not particularly keen on Sunday games, but I do like Dragons-Ospreys games. I've only played. There's always a good atmosphere. There's been some really good moments in our game. I remember Phillips getting wound up by the crowd and damn bigger that penalty coming off the post and Jared Ross has won the try so there's been some really good moments <laughs> I am looking forward to Great. it but uh, yeah, yeah uh, we'll see but uh, yeah I've got to go for an osprey's victory unfortunately there we are Carly moment.
1: <laughs> yeah <So>, uh, <laughs> Reese, what's, uh, what's your thoughts
2: uh, yeah I, I, I hope uh, I, I will be supporting the Dragons as the Swalians i got to be fair like you know which is it, nobody often I say that but um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I go, uh, will not uh, we'll go for them, but uh, for the win, I, I think the Ospreys will have too much firepower in the pack. Uh, yeah, a bit too much. I agree,
0: yeah, that's why I'm
1: thinking well, as well. See, I, I just can't not even with Carwin, isn't he? And I told him I'd go easy on the Ospreys tonight, I just can't bring myself to say. <laughs> a, an, an Ospreys Hang on a minute <laughs> no, so, I, I, I need to
0: say this now okay? every time, every time you've backed the Dragons to win, they lose. <laughs> Don't be back in the Dragons' <laughs> style. I warn you. Just say the Ospreys are going to win, please. Uh, we need good. this win. Can you please right. back Ospreys?
1: Just for you, Jamie, because I know how influential my opinion is for exactly, the uh, yeah. for for the
0: game.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go so for the Ospreys the and, and just jinx the bastards. So yeah, I'm going to go Ospreys Thank you. and just just to keep Jamie happy. <laughs> It
0: probably won't make <laughs> any difference whatsoever by God, try anything at this stage. So, thank you. I appreciate
1: it. Hanrahan?
0: JD Hanrahan.
1: I are think he's been on? a good sign then. I, I I like it, to
0: it. 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 He, you know, he's one of those players that, you know, he doesn't exactly set the world on fire, does he? You know, but um, he is pretty reliable and solid fly off, I think. You know, he's not flashy, you mm-hmm. see, by any means. But no, uh, no. yeah, I, I think he's all right.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think now, I, and I know I'm not predicting a dragon's win, yeah. But I think no, don't do it's it's been a bit. Uh, it's been a couple of you've gone through this big high, and then there's been a couple of kind of bouncy weeks where it could have gone a lot better. And I just, I, I really rate Di Flanagan as a coach, and I just think mm. he, he's, you know, some coaches are, are quite um, standoffish and they're quite, you know, suit and tie and, and this that and the. Dy Flanagan's not like that he he does get in there and where it needs it he will be like you know come on with this this is the fucking osprey's and this is too we we can't not win this game do you know what i mean he he can feel that emotion with the players he is quite close to that that uh, player mentality of walking on the pitch so i still don't think it'll be enough i still think the osprey's will win but I, I i'm hoping that his influence is starting to rub off, or dragons are a load more competitive than where they were last year. You know, you're not you're yeah. not getting pasted by 35, 40 points. If the, the game isn't over by halftime, and that's a, it's a small steps all the time. And I think that's what Flanagan's bringing. I tell you what you need to do. You need to sack Dean Ryan on Friday. The whole bloody Twitter fear will, will will explode, and then your boys will have a good kind of you know that will be your egg gate for. for yeah, the they they
0: they got to get egg a Steve Ryan thing sorted. Yeah, he, he has gone. There's no doubt about that. But it's just sort of settling out this you know contract, yeah. its legalities and all that. But I do what you say about well, Stevie I do think they do have to bring in a director of rugby alongside him I think Diefland needs a bit of experience so if they do officially get with the d when it's all confirmed I do think they should be looking then at the new director of rugby to work alongside Diefland because so I think he's right. a very good head coach but I do think he needs that experience with him as well but How old is he? He's, he's quite, quite he's young me. He's 36 He's 36 he's 36 is yeah. he? Yeah? yeah Very young for a head coach Imagine being yeah. a head coach of the Dragons at 36 Yeah that's what I, what mean, I mean that's a stressful need... job as it is yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: 36 What a what job that is. though. Well. So. Yeah. You can I see each it hair well. turning grey day by day. You can count how yes. many hairs have gone grey.
0: I thought that against Cardiff. I said the missus, I think he's gone grey since he took yeah. his <laughs> job. I,
1: I'm <laughs> gonna throw three games in. <laughs> I'm gonna throw a wild one in there, you know, right? When they do officially sack Dean Ryan, yeah. You know, so you've heard of a job share. We'll put us four together, and the four of us will go and be. A director of rugby at the Dragons, we would fucking melt it, man. We would have that place rocking. What could go wrong? What, what could, could go possibly with? go wrong?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it'd be fine, yeah. Let's give it a try. Why not?
1: Why not? We can start with beer of the week. Right, let's have a chat about um, about the Welsh squad then, gents. Um, general thoughts? What's, how do we... Yeah, I, I thought uh, there were a couple of Glaring omissions um, and what have you, and yeah, there's there's always going to be. Oh, I don't agree with this, and I don't agree with that because there's a certain limit to the size of the squad. But I think it's quite a decent squad,
2: all in
1: all. Like yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, uh, I,
2: it's like, nice to see some of the younger boys get in, like young cat players going as well, isn't it? Like, you know, I'm really pleased them. Um, the the dragons wing got in. real oh uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. F- fantastic talents. Really, uh, like to to and to be around that sort of camp. Hopefully, they don't take him in and throw him out and stuff like that. But yeah, watching him against Cardiff, like he just doesn't care. He's just going to take on the man in front of him. And like, oh, we need more wingers like that, don't we? Like, and I'm surprised to see yeah. Keenan Giles not in uh, after mm. the few games he's had. <sighs> Well, Pivak explained
0: about that. He did say that um, with Rio Dai, he did say that he was bigger and um, his aerial work, he was very impressed with. And I didn't realise this until today, but I was reading up that um, Rio Dai had trained with the Wales squad before they went on tour of South Africa. And he impressed Pivak a lot in training. He said today that he was skinning players and he was just, um, you know, just standing out. So I think Pivak has, you know, Rio Dai has turned Pivak's head Mm -hmm. now. And he did mention when he was talking about size, maybe that's what's gone against Keelan Giles. The fact is, you know, he's maybe feels he's a bit small, a little bit lightweight for Test rugby. Although I would have had Keelan Giles in that squad, i got to be honest, I was surprised not to see him in there, but I can also mm-hmm. understand why he would go with Dyer over Giles. You know, if you're going to look at it, it's, you know, aerial work, size, pace, you know, and the fact that he's has trained with Wales and he's impressed Pivak and the coaches. So, yeah, it's a tough one. I do feel for Keenan Charles. I do like him. But I am, I'm not going to lie, I am tough for to real I really am. It's a great yeah.
1: opportunity for him. So if I, if we look at that squad, right, so we did, our, we, we all did our selections last week. There were seven yeah. players in that squad that none of us selected. Yeah. So we had Roderick Jones, Wainwright at prop. I put him in and I took him out again because I thought he hadn't been playing. So I took him out. Um, Carter a second row, which that, that I think that came as a bolt uh, from nowhere, even for Dragon supporters. Um Not Black. for
0: me.
1: <laughs> why? Oh, you I put, expected
0: him to be there. Why did you, Why did you, you think he was haunt Carter is. Uh, why didn't you put him role? in your why
1: side? Did? Then you didn't select him. I did. I did. I'm didn't. Sure I did. No, you didn't. didn't. No. What, what? What were the locks? I selected. You selected
0: before they um, did Carter.
1: No, you selected Alan jones Rowlands, Beard and Chinza. Ah, I meant for Carter. <laughs> that,
0: that, to... uh, no. that, that was an admin ever.
1: That was an admin <laughs> ever. I thought so, that's it that was an admin, <laughs> admin <laughs> ever. <laughs> uh, in the back row, we all selected Jack Morgan, Faletel. Uh We all had Hardy and Thomas Williams. We all had Adam. to uh, so Adams, North, Tompkins and Zammett. Um Plays, yeah, so plays we didn't pick Rory Jones, Wainwright, Carter. None of us picked uh, Dane Blacker. I, I say I picked him and then I got rid of him because I thought, nah, he's, he's not going to make it. Priestland, nobody picked Priestland. Um, no, for good reason. Yeah, I <laughs> are you, are you agree. I agree on that one. Um, Cuthbert, I think Cuthbert is the one that kind of frustrates me because... Coming back from injury. Yeah, um, yeah, coming back from injury, not really done much. We've got three or four kind of wingers that are in form and ready. So, uh, you know, he's kind of one. Um, and then Hawkins at centre, ahead of... a player. Mm.
0: Yeah,
1: talented player Joe Hawkins. But then in the scarlets game, you know, Johnny Williams. I know Johnny Williams is, is injured. Johnny Williams just walked over the top of him about six times. He went straight through him every single time. And every time Hawkins had the ball, Johnny Williams just snapped him in two. So, you know, I know he's a, uh, he's a talented player and he's got great hands and, and what have you, but on the international level, he's probably got another two, three seasons of development before he's, he's there. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but he might just be included for experience in the camp, might he? Might not necessarily get any minutes on the field, like that might just bring him in to you know, sample the, the international environment, perhaps. You know, I, I don't know if Joe Hawkins, well, maybe against Georgia, I don't really see him getting game time against New mm. Zealand, Australia, Argentina. But um, I like Joe Hawkins, I think he's a very talented player. But yeah, Halaholo is that I, I was surprised by that one. Halaholo, yeah. I really like Halaholo, I think he offers something different. In
2: the midfield, good. Uh, like, a, like he, when when he was first brought on the scene, he's he's brought on as like a like a step in centre and attacking centre. But his defence work is awesome. Like he marshals a line. You know what I mean? And he's got a he's got a great long pass as well uh, yeah.
1: to his wingers. Uh, yeah. So, we we had three players. We all of us picked three players. Yeah. That did not make the squad. So. Reese Carey is one of them. Uh, mm. Win Jones. Now apparently, <laughs> Win Jones is injured, but nobody said diddly squat about that on Saturday night, um, and he looked fine on Saturday night. But apparently, he's injured. And Johnny McNichol no, it was was the other one. All all four of us picked Johnny McNichol. didn't make the squad. So, so we'll talk about Carey in a minute. Yeah, but I just want. So, I came up with a little game. A little scoring system, right? So you had right. uh, two points if they were, if you selected someone that was named, yeah? And then there was a bonus of three points if you selected someone that was named that nobody else did, okay? So in fourth position, right, on <laughs> 20 points was Reese, yeah? So, yay! So...
2: <laughs> My guess was. <laughs> carries on with the the same
1: sort of panache that I've done with my results. Um, Jamie, you had 22 points. Okay. Um, Then Carwin had 23 and I had 24. However, then I had to add in bonus points. uh, Carwin selected Justin Tipperick. Nobody else selected Justin Tipperick. Carwin's on 26 points. I'm thinking, you scrawny little shit. You've nicked it on on bonus points. And then I had a look at mine and I selected Josh McLeod and nobody else selected Josh McLeod, so I had a bonus of three points. So I beat the Osprey bastard with 27 points. (laughs) Oh, there we are then. Well done. So i have beaten the Ospreys at least once this year. (sighs) So So next, then we've got to select the captains and all that. So we'll do that on social media through the week. But the the one that stands out for me that we all selected that didn't make it is Rhys Carey. And I I don't understand it at all. So, Jamie, you you had a thought on this, didn't you? You had a a thing from what's been said in the social media and stuff. So, Well, I was
0: reading what Wayne Pivak was
1: saying today. He was talking about...
0: The players who come into the international camp, but they can't handle the intensity of it. Um, the quote that I got here, he says, um, these are sort of things that others don't see. And some players come into the national camp, big name players, well known to everyone, and they can't handle the intensity of the training sessions. We have to play, sorry, we have to train as if we are playing a test match and there is a big gap between club and international. Some of the boys don't handle that. Maybe he was referring to Carrie, I don't know. But I I did read that also he was given sort of, after South Africa tour, he was given like a conditioning programme. And Pivac still said, yes, they didn't need it. He hadn't met his mm-hmm. conditioning programme. But uh, I was shocked, i got to say. I think that is, that. Of, of all the calls in this way, we can all pick the to say, oh, you know, hello, should have be here. Rodri Jones getting in over his carry is by far the most contentious call. And I do That's feel for this carry. But while you're all serious, I do think Pivag is using it as a bit of a motivational to you know to get Reese Carey a bit of a kick up the back say his motivation. Mm-hmm. I do think he will be involved in the Six Nations. I do think he will be going to the World Cup. I just think he's trying to give him a push, you know, that sort of extra motivation. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean that was a huge shock. I think that is the one that we all sort of looked at the squad doing. We? we thought, oh, Rhys Carey, you know. And his stock has is risen, isn't it? Because I can remember a couple of years ago social media and everybody's carries involved oh you can't scrimmage he's bloody really rubbish right. and shit and now, now yeah. Yeah. and now he's not in the squad yeah and now he's not in the squad whole social media is going where's Rhys Carrier? Yeah. what's going on yeah. so uh, it's, it's interesting how attitudes change is not it to players yeah. but yeah, um, yeah I, I do feel for Rhys but um, you know he's done it with Louis not he? he's done it with George North he's dropped him he's told them, this is what I want you to do this is what you're going to work on and to be fair, they've come back stronger. North and Lewis U so if they can do it, then it's an opportunity for Lewis Carey to do it. Well, yeah. I guess
2: like it, like but now you said that it's quite refreshing, isn't it? Like, because Welsh rugby and growth rugby coaching has been based on you know uh, reputation a lot, doesn't it? About we 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 got to wrap them in cotton wool and bring that player in because yeah. that player's done it for us before. Um, what I would say about Rizkari is, is he, even if he's not up to the task of 80 minutes, you bring him on for the last 30 and he'll do some damage, won't he? Like, but but taking that aside, at, in the grander scheme of things, these games don't really matter, do they? We're, we're aiming for the World Cup. We're aiming for three players in every position uh, and the development of players. And that's, I guess, by, by doing that to players, by sending them back to their regions and what have you, what you're doing there is... Developing them, aren't you? Like to, so they can um, yeah. do some damage at the World Cup when it matters. It?
0: Yeah. Well, Gav sure. Thomas
2: and Nicky Smith are
0: probably going to do uh, well, they're going to have the brunt of the Nationals. So they're going to play the most yeah. minutes. I so imagine Rodri Jones is probably going to be third choice. He might get an appearance against Georgia. But I just want to quickly say about Rodri Jones because he's had a lot of shit <laughs> on social media. And I'm going to stick up for him. I am going to stick up for him, not just because he's a dragon, but I'm going to stick up for him, right? Because it wasn't that long ago he was. Mooted as one of Wales' most promising loose heads, right? He was a hell of a talent. And then Gatland, that awful tight-head experiment when he shifted him to the tight, that almost ruined his career, you know? And that really did knock his confidence, Mm. you know? And I think he's done Mm. incredibly well, actually, to come back from that, you know, because now he's back in the Wales squad, you know, he's back on his preferred position. So fair play to him, you know. I, I He's yeah, getting a lot of shit. I did feel a bit sorry for him. I completely get why Cardiff fans are howling over that decision over Carrie. I get it. But I did feel a bit so, uh, sorry for Rodri because he was getting a lot of shit. So uh, I am pleased for him. I am pleased for him. I, I say
2: like your tweet when wrong. you said like all the different players. Uh... Every uh, yeah, single you know, every time, time. time a squad is but announced, I feel like myself, every single I feel like time, like Reece Carey. I, I genuinely feel, Oh my god, I've watched him. I, I guess because like I, I watched Cardiff play and I watched Cardiff play and, and win this season, great. Um, and Rhys Carey's been part of that against Scarlet. he broke the line, isn't it? That put Thomas Williams away. Uh, this yeah. has broke the line a couple of times against the Dragons and then scored the try. Uh, do you mean so? So, in the open and in those short. Um, short passing balls he's really destructive and like his tackling and his work rate has gone up and his scrummaging is improving season upon season upon season and I think the development he's had he was at Cardiff then he was at Saracens and that developed him quite well and then they went barely up didn't they and and went into the uh, championships we came back to Cardiff and it's just been um, uh, he's one of the players that have been developing well and season upon season getting better and better and not taking a backward step you know,
0: I think I think you'll come back strong for this week, My prediction is you'll yeah. bounce back. You'll put in some really good performances. You'll prove a point to Pivac, and you'll be in the Six Nations, and you'll go to the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. That's
2: yeah, my yeah, prediction. I, I fully expect them to go to the World Cup.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you my favourite bit about today. So obviously, we we did our side yesterday, and you know, it, it like launched at midday, and then we you know it's fantastic. So. Ireland did their side today, and then Scotland did their side today. It's quite nice sitting back and going, "Ah, oh, yes, you remember what we did yesterday? We got two of these bastards doing it today. Go on, boys, off you go." And then Scotland dropped Finn Russell. Oh my Jesus, yeah. Lord! <laughs> oh it yeah, was, it was it was like fireworks going off. And my my favorite tweet or my favorite thread from today as a scarlet supporter. So one, so one of our Scarlet uh supporters said um Jab Sebastian's been playing for Scotland and uh he said oh gutted because uh, Sebastian hasn't made the Scottish side and and somebody replied oh but surely that's a good thing so he's gonna be available for us he said no no that's why I'm gutted <laughs> he's gonna be in a fucking side again on Saturday in <laughs>
0: You rate Tim Lee? <clears throat> what do you think of Charles Baske? my Scarlet's mates. They don't rate him at all. They think he's no. absolute rubbish. You don't rate Tim either, no?
1: No, I, I've so I, we've got our own little Scarlet supporters um, podcast as well, and I've said a couple of times I just don't, I don't see, I don't see him do anything well enough to justify himself being in there. And you know, we talk about players going into the the Welsh squad and coming out. You know, young Harry O'Connor. Um, who is, I think, 21 years old, maybe, twenty twenty one. 21. Um, you know, he's sticking it to some of the bigger boys and, uh, you know, he's not shying away from yeah. the bigger boys. He is going to be a player that I think maybe next year's World Cup might be a bit of a stretch for him. But certainly after that, he's going to be one of the cornerstones of the Welsh pack. You can just see it in him. He's, he's one of those boys that, has got everything. We, we look at Javan Sebastian, and as nice a guy he is, and don't get me wrong, he is a nice guy, and he's a, he's a smiley guy and all of this kind of stuff, but with O'Connor, you get a little bit of everything at a very high level. He can pass, he can scrummage, he's good in the line out. I've seen him kick a ball for like 40, 50 metres. Do you know what I mean? He he He's a good all-round player. He's the kind of player that would fit in in any pack, whereas Sebastian would struggle to fit in in a pack of cards, let alone a pack of, on a pitch. He, he just <laughs> he just doesn't do... He doesn't tick any box for me, you know? He's not a great
0: Town well, Townsend sees something in him, didn't he? You know, Gregor Townsend obviously sees something in him.
1: Yeah, I don't know what, but he sees something, so... But then he's played a couple of games, and now he's dropped him. <laughs> so he's obviously seen him oh. play, and he's gone... Oh, yeah, they were right. It's it's quite nice to to know that, you know, like like you said, as well as supporters were all going, oh, my boy should be in there and this boy should be in and that boy should be out. Scotland and Ireland have done exactly the same thing, you know. Even even the Irish boys that could pick, you know, pretty much three sides... And or three squads, and they'd all be fairly decent squads. Even those boys are going. Well, hang on a tick, Why? Why is not Ian and why is it Ian and stuff like that? So, it's just a rugby mentality, isn't it? it's a rugby. Uh, my boys best, and and long may it live. Long may. I mean, it live. what
0: what does annoy me though? It's like you had Scarlet's fans going. Well, oh, can't be a should. but you know, what's Rio Dyer done? Why are you seeing him? Like, well, have you not been watching rugby this season a while? Because Rio Dyer has been. Really, really good for the Dragons. We all saw that yeah. try against Munster. Good, yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And Kivak obviously rates him. He's got pace. He's good in the air. He, he's been really good this season. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I like Conby as well. I think they're both very good players. But when I see people say, it, oh, that's a strange call. Why are you seeing this? like, well, you're not paying attention then, you? you know?
1: And, wanting, but that's you know, I say watching your game and not the rest of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's why I think that the strange call isn't <laughs> um, dire. For me, the strange call is Cuthbert you know, why is Cuthbert in there where you've got Giles and Combier who were both, you know, they're they're both carving teams apart and you've got Mm. Cuthbert smiling on commentary. Well, uh, you know, I don't give a monkeys how good he was, you know, that long ago. And I'd say the same about Tipperick, you know. I, I, I don't think Tipperick has earned his place in that side. He's a decent player now. You know, he's not the, the The standard of open side flankers in Wales has gone up a notch yeah and yeah. i I just think he's he's one of those players that is their on reputation. I genuinely do yeah. and I'll be honest, Elias, I watch that guy play every week. And I dread it when he's thrown into a lineup. Why the hell yeah. we put him into the he's
2: improved sport? a lot over the years, isn't he, Like,
1: Isn't he? He's, not, he's not
2: perfect,
1: but he's improved
2: a lot, didn't he?
1: Well Elias. I, yeah, yeah. Against yeah. against Zebra, yeah. Up until the point where Elias came on, we were a hundred percent in the lineup. Yeah. We 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 hadn't yeah. lost when when Ken is on the pitch. We have not lost a single line out all season when he's thrown in. Elias comes on and we lose four on the bounce. Yeah, and That's and a know, problem
0: yes, as well. That's, yeah, <laughs> That's a problem with Dewey Lake. Now, I really, really like Dewey Lake. I'm a big fan. But his arrows are not quite there yet. You know, he's, he's a good scrummature. He's really good in the loose. But his arrows really let Dewey Lake down at the moment. You know, and it's mm. a shame because I think he's a massive prospect. But um, Elias, I've always thought, is um, what he does not the loose is his strength, his ball carrier, his scrunch. Yeah. I think he's very, very good. Yeah. I, I, he's not very good. You know, his arrow's ain't great. But um, I, I, I don't know. With Ken, oh, oh, I'm going to sound like a player the player's dragons. Mentioned... Fan, no, I would have had Bradley <laughs> Robertson there. I would have. I, I would, would have. This. Why are we rushing Ken back for, a, you know, Autumn friendlies. If it was the Six Nations, I get it. It's a tournament. We want to win it. You've got to be your best players. But I don't know why Ken has to be rushed back, you know. It's...
2: I think I think I think like what, what it is, it is having those people that have been there and done it before, isn't it? Yeah. You know, having yeah. a couple of them smattered around the squad, isn't it? Because with the best will in the world, you put in four players against the size that we're going to be playing and they will be eaten alive. This is a different ballgame, isn't it? Like, the the pace will be different, like, the the, the aggression will be different. Um, So you you need, like... when I was talk- when we were talking about the Cardiff game earlier, I liked you know the the centre partnership of you know the old man Willis Hallaholo uh, with the young boy Max Llewellyn. and I thought that worked really really well because one was looking after the other. You know when you've got you got Thomas Williams, Jared Evans, uh, Willis Hallaholo then Maxwellin, um, and, and you you need that a little bit in the Welsh squads. Not that I I'm not saying I agree with the choices, but I'm saying I think that's the, the thinking isn't it. You know so somebody that, that that knows the defensive patterns and stuff like that that. Wales are going to have to employ against sides that are going to run amok, you know, in loose play, like, you know, do you mean even even with all the stuff that New Zealand's been through their back line is still, like do you mean, just ridiculous
0: Pivak, he doesn't rate Jared Evans, does he? He No, he really doesn't rate it because he's not getting a stiff, and I said, I think I was the first time I was on the pod, I questioned his game management, as a possible reason but um, it was quite funny. He was talking about about Sheedy yesterday. And, uh, you know, he's not in the squad. And he's, he's blown hot and cold, in fairness. But I do like Callum Sheedy. And he said, well, you know, he plays in England. He has to go back, for your know, internationals, you know, when it's um, down days now. And I thought, well, yeah, but you've got Chris Sutom, they've got Louis <laughs> Like, some of his Pivak's reasons, is done out It's like, So, I'll go, it's okay for those yeah. players, but it's not okay for Callum Sheedy. You know, I thought that, that was a bit strange. You know, sometimes Pivak, he says things, and I think, right, okay, I understand, like, you know, with real diet, I understand why. And I do understand why with Ries Carey to an extent. But then there's sometimes he explains things. I like, do you remember last season with Jack Morgan? He said he wasn't yeah. strong enough over the ball. It's like, well, hang on, mate, he's got the most turnovers in the URC. Yeah. What, what are you on about, like? What are you on about? Like, some of his reasonings just don't stack up, but I thought that was an interesting one. But you look at the players, right, those missed out for Wales. So right? I just read off some of these So, Keelan Giles, Reese Carey, Thomas Young, Ross Moriarty, Bradley Roberts, Gav Davis, Halaholo, Michael Collins, Morgan Morris, Maxwellin. I mean, that's a lot of serious time that's missed out there, isn't it? You know,
1: Johnny Mc- Makes you wonder, well. doesn't it? Yeah.
0: Well, oh, I don't like his defence at the international level, though. You put him in your bench. I know because <laughs> I it? thought he was going to get picked. No, no Were listen. You when I you thought. Swear. No, listen. I thought that was what Pivot was going to go for. It wasn't necessarily the squad that I wanted to pick. I thought that was what Pivat was going to select. I thought he was going to go for McNichol. I did because of the lack of options in the back yeah. three. I don't yeah. want bloody McNichol, yeah. he can't defend for Tofti.
1: That is true. true. He's going to go off on one again. I can see the firework <laughs> being lit. <laughs> do you know what I reckon? What we need to do, right, is we, we need to get Pivak onto here. We, we, we need to get him onto, on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Just so, just so we can ask him some proper questions and none of this. Okay, Mr. Pivak, yes, we understand your selection. We can sit him down and go. The fuck were you thinking of with that? Come on, no. explain that one. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, dearie me, dearie me. Get a No pivot
2: No sit down. No bro. And we'll have a fucking chat like in it.
1: Sure. Three times on the pod tonight, Reese. You've called Halo Halo. Um, the old man. I've got this this image in my head now of you. You go into a. You go into the crowd. You're you're coming out of the crowd now, right? At Cardiff Arms Park, and he puts his Confronted. arm around you, and he goes, "I read about you, son. Now, what did you call me?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, just... Let's not raise me. our profile. Let's not raise our profile. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, right, gents. We're oh, going. How many
2: listeners did we get last week? <laughs>
1: Oh, fuck. Let's not start on that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> cause we, we know as soon as we start on that, we've got a couple of boys on social media that are just going to jump down our throats on that one. <laughs> oh, love it. Love it. Bring them. Uh, anyway,
0: nice
1: one, lad. <laughs> yeah. Right. Gents, we're going to have to wrap it up there. So um I did miss Carwin this week because I wanted to absolutely slake the Ospreys. Uh, uh, fingers crossed he'll be back next week. And no doubt... He'll have more than enough to, to make up for for missing In this week. Bank. Yeah, he's storing it all up. Uh, gent's pleasure as always. Have a have a great week, Absolutely. and I shall catch up with you next week. Enjoy your rugby, yeah. gents. Cheers, lads. Cheers. Ta-ra. 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 Have a good day. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's show. We'd love to have you involved in next week so you can email your comments to Welsh Regional Rugby Pod at gmail.com or you can message us on Twitter on our handle WRRA Podcast. And if you like the show, please subscribe and tell your mates. Until next week, dear friends, enjoy your game. Sports
2: Social Podcast Network.